If you're ready to create more wealth and success in your life than ever before, this podcast is for you. Robert Allen, New York Times bestselling author and real estate investing expert, has helped thousands of people learn how to accumulate wealth and multiply it quickly through real estate investing. If you're ready to move forward faster and create the wealth you've always dreamed about, then we have exactly what you need on No Money Down with Robert Allen. Hello, everyone. Margie Roman here, and we have uh, the amazing Robert Allen in our studios for the Creating Wealth podcast. Thank you so much again for coming today. Creating Wealth. That's what we're talking about. And there are so many avenues to discuss. It's really all kind of boils down to mindset, though. If you don't have the right mindset, maybe you don't want to be wealthy. Maybe you want to be creating, uh, creating wealth. Maybe you just want to be an ordinary human being. And usually people who are st stuck in that level is because they really don't believe it's, they can do it. That's they right. don't believe it's possible for them. And that's a limiting belief. So uh, now that we're speaking about limiting beliefs, I truly believe that if you want to be the best investor out there, you need to have the right mindset and you need to believe in yourself. But it's so easy to have these negative ideas that are constantly pushing you and telling you, nope, you can't do it. Nope, you can't do it. So tell me, what are some of the limiting beliefs that you had when you began your career? Well, my, my limiting belief was, can I be honest? I was so new to real estate, I didn't know all the problems. I wasn't even aware. I just assumed, hey, I can buy property with little or no money down because I didn't even know that you needed 25% down. <laughs> I was really ignorant of the process. All I knew was I had a dream, and that dream drove me. And so I said, well, how hard is How hard can it be? And I went to my mentor, and I said, I want to find a piece of real estate. I want to be rich through real estate. So my limiting belief wasn't, wasn't a fear that I had. It wasn't f me feeling worthless, me feeling I, I don't know enough. I was so ignorant, I didn't even know enough not to be silly enough to go ask people for uh, for the best deals, you know? So mine was ignorance, you know? And so some people, they have tried it and they've gotten burned. And so they, when you get burned a little bit, you step back and you go, I, I got to be careful here. This is harder than I thought. I was lucky at the very beginning. I made my first deal very quickly. And, uh, and I, then I started off with the right mindset, like, oh, that was easy. Let's go do another one. Some people don't start off that easily. Okay. So for many people, the, the mindset is I, I don't have enough money. Therefore, I don't have enough credit. Therefore, I'm going to have to go save enough money to be able to, to qualify for a loan. That's a limiting belief. And it's wrong. Because if the market's going up, like the way it's gone up, it's gone up 50% in the last three years. That's right. You know, it's crazy. You don't have time to wait. For you to save money, to save a down payment, it might take you five years. By the time your money is saved up, the marketplace has already doubled. This is crazy. Ridiculous. You need to go find the deal now. And people say, well, I, I can't afford it. I don't have the down payment. I don't have the credit. Well, that's why you're studying here. I'm Mr. Nothing Down. <laughs> I'm the guy that shows you how to buy property with little or no money down, no, little or no money credit. I'm the guy that, that sent them to uh, San Francisco with no cash, no credit, no wallet. About about seven properties in fifty seven hours. Woo. So you know, I'm your guy when it comes to getting into the property. You just use creative real estate. That's that's the point. But the limiting mindset. Let's go deeper before we get to the real estate stuff. 
let's go into this little critical nagging voice you have in your head. Everybody does. It's this little part of them that is their doubter. This doubter is a little nagging voice that goes, you are not good enough. You're not smart enough. You're not pretty enough. You're not handsome enough. You're not enough. It seems like everything you do is not enough. Now, this little critical nagging voice, and now we're going way away from real estate. We're getting to something really at a very subliminal level. And most people have this little critical voice that nags at them constantly. And if you imagine trying to be successful with a nagging voice like that, where you, where you have this doubter, this doubter is a limiting belief. It plants these thoughts in your head that you don't have what it takes. Now, where does this critical voice come from? If you were to talk to a psychologist or a psychiatrist, they would give you all kinds of fancy words, ego, everything else. I don't, I don't, I'm not a psychologist. But I'll tell you once, one thing, it's a little nagging voice that usually everybody has. There is a true voice you have, that, that true voice guides you in the direction where you should intuitively go. But most people don't listen to their true voice, they'll only listen to their critical voice. The critical voice creates doubt, and that doubt now is what you take with you into the real estate marketplace. And the doubt is, I don't have enough money, I, 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 everybody, I look at all these other rich people, Every time I make an offer on a property, there's 10 other people who are competing with me. You know, I, I don't have enough money. Uh, I get discouraged. I get, I doubt myself even more. And therefore, they back away and they say, no, you know, I'm trying to teach a person that first you deal with that critical voice. The critical voice is not you. The critical voice is an enemy, does not want you to win, is happy when you lose. Therefore, that is a voice you do not want to listen to, other than to say to your critical voice, thank you, I appreciate that feedback, I'll consider it, thank you very much. But you can't listen or believe the critical voice. It's a liar. Your true voice tells you more about yourself. You are, you are capable, you are smart enough, you are good enough, you, you can do this, you can do this. So that's at the deepest level of a limited, limiting beliefs. And everybody has to deal with that unconsciously or at the, maybe at the, at the lower inside your mind level. And most people even are not even aware of it. They just live their life having this constant nagging doubt. Now, when they become aware of it, now there are some beliefs that we do have that are lies that have been taught us by the people around us, by our surrounding environment. We get up in the morning, we look at 80% of the people, actually 85% of the people are going to work. Just subliminally, we, get, we begin to think, well, I guess everybody just goes to work. I guess so I have to do that too. I get I have to do that too. Right. That's a limiting belief. It's that the only way I can ever make some money flow in the door is for me to go get a job. Well, what if you didn't? When I graduated with my master's in business, no one was hiring. And so I thought, I'll just go right into my real estate career. And so I started buying real estate right out of college with no job, with no credit, with no cash flow, with no, with no net worth. And a thousand bucks I had left from the gift my dad did gave me at, at graduation. And that was it. That's how I started with no, not even a job. And I, I had to do that because no one was hiring. If they had been hiring, I would have gotten a job. I would have 
So as I say, thank God no one was hiring because it forced me to overcome that limiting belief. And I said, truthfully, I don't really want a job. What I really want is to become a millionaire. How do you do that? You buy lots of real estate. Oh, okay. Let's do and it. And that, that's exactly <laughs> what I did. So the first belief is the necessity of a job. One in six people are entrepreneurial minded. And that's where you really want to be. An entrepreneur minded person is a person who doesn't want to work for 40 years for somebody, wants to work for four years and take the money they make there and go invest in, in real estate and go big time into it full time. Right? That's, what you, that's what an entrepreneur wants to do. So that's a, that's a decision you need to make. Am I an employee-minded person or an entrepreneur-minded person? Because they think totally differently. If you're an employee-minded person, it means you want to make a little bit of income over a long period of time, then you have to do this on the side. It has to be a side hustle. If you're an entrepreneur-minded person, somebody tells you you can't do it, what do you do? You go, well, watch me. I'm going to go <laughs> do this. You tell me I can't do it. I, I love that. Uh, that's the way entrepreneurs think. Mm -hmm. So... If you think that way, then you have to take the limited beliefs of an entrepreneur. What are they? Are they limited in their beliefs? Of course. They are usually limited in how much money they could earn and how quickly they could earn it. And so they usually start off with what they believe is possible for them. They go, well, everybody around me is making like 50 grand. Well, I want to make more than that. I'll probably make double that. So I want to make 100. 100 grand a year. That's what I'd like to make. And therefore, they get stuck on a number when what I'd like to tell them is there is no limit to the numbers. If you're an entrepreneur, if you're investing in things that people need, such as real estate, that can provide, add, you can add zeros. You can times 10 times what ordinary people earn. You add two zeros, that's 100 times. You know, for me, when I, when I look at opportunities now, I, I run them through a filter. I go... Is this fit the money tree formula? The money tree formula means the nine characteristics that, that successful people as entrepreneurs need to have in their business. And the number one characteristic is, can this income opportunity generate streams of income for me while I sleep? Okay. Do I have to be in that business? Do I need to manage that business? Do I have to oversee that business? If I can't walk away from that business and have that business send me money in two or three years so that I never have to set foot in that business again, I'm not going to buy that business. I'm not even going to start that business. So there are, there are wealthy mindsets that you need to establish. Um, most people don't even consider that one mindset I just shared with you. They think, if I'm bringing $100,000 in the door, whoop-de-doo. I'm going to say... Is that 100000 residual? No. Does that mean you get to walk away and have the money sent to you, to whatever bank account, whatever mailbox you live in, whatever part of the world you live in? Oh, if you can't, bad, bad mindset. That's called the gross income mindset. I want a net income mindset. Gross income mindset is oh, my business generated $100,000. Yeah, but there was, there was expenses. There was employees, there was business, there was marketing, there was accounting. There's, you know, your net profit might be $10,000. Yeah. $10, so uh, an entrepreneur has a limited belief, limiting belief mindset when they are a gross thinker, not a net thinker. I'm a net thinker. You know, I want to go 
when it's all said and done, how much do I get to take home? And I don't want 100,000 gross. I want 100,000 net sent to my bank account without my presence. I don't want to even be there. Whereas most entrepreneurs, they're stuck in businesses that require their presence 16 hours a day. That's right. And Wrong thinking, wrong mindset, doesn't work. Don't do that. At that point, they become a slave of money. Exactly. And we don't want that. So talk about a limiting belief. Mm -hmm. Most entrepreneurs have that as a belief. Another, another belief is I got to do all by myself. Sorry, not smart. Because you're, as an independent entrepreneur, we are stuck at wanting to do everything ourselves. And we are so cheap. We don't want to hire somebody else to do the things for us that we are not good at doing. And therefore, since we're not good at doing all the tasks, we end up failing, at very, failing badly at one of the tasks that you have to do to succeed. And therefore, that is why most businesses fail. So I would say quickly, the mindset is, how can I get rid of all my low-level tasks? Whereas entrepreneurs who are not in that mindset, they think, how can I do all this by myself? And this, see the switch that people take mm -hmm. when they go from the independent mindset to the interdependent mindset? That's right. Interdependent means we are a team. You do your thing, I do mine. That's all I want to do is the things I'm great at. You do the things you're great at, we're a team. Yeah, you get part of the profits or you get a salary. Mm -hmm. But hey, this is what, how we go. This is how you add zeros to the end of your business. Mm -hmm. You make them 10 times, 100 times. And that's the only way to gravitate to that next level. So, you know, we could talk about, you know, a hundred limiting beliefs that entrepreneurs have, as I just shared five or six with you right there. Employees have the same types of limiting beliefs. They have the belief it takes money to make money. Wrong. Doesn't take your money. It takes, maybe it'll take money, but it doesn't, but it have, doesn't to have to be yours. yours. That's right. So where do you get the money? And so that's a limiting belief you got to you got to break. Uh, another limiting belief from an um, from an employee minded person is I need to go get a professional and pay that professional a commission and follow what that professional tells me. Well, that professional is stuck into a system and they have a limiting belief too. That limiting belief is they. I'm talking about realtors here. Or, bro or mortgage brokers, members who are professionals that help you in the real estate game, realtors have a very fixed mindset. Th they have a seller. They listed the property. They know the seller wants cash, wants their full price, all cash. And therefore, they are conditioned that that's the only kind of buyer that will work. And therefore, if you come to them with a nothing down offer, the realtor is going to go, no, my buyer is not going to accept that. My seller, I'm, my seller's not going to accept that. That's not a good enough one. And therefore, they're going to be the block to you to making your offer. Sometimes the seller or the realtor won't even present your offer. And you have to be, you have to break that mindset right from the very beginning by saying, my offer must be presented to the seller and I want to be present when they're there. Now, the realtor is going to tell you, no, no. It's not what you want. We're the buffer. We get to take your offer to the seller and we get to talk about you behind your back and we get to sell the, the seller on selling, taking your offer. That's our job. That's why we get paid. And remember, they come in with a fixed mindset.
They don't understand creative financing. The only thing they understand is cash, 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 strong buyer, strong buyer, strong buyer. And my techniques are 50 nothing down techniques. You don't need just one note on the piano. I got 50 notes. <laughs> and therefore, when I talk to the seller, I'm going to ask questions that the realtor never would have asked. And that's going to reveal solutions to the problems that the seller has that would be solved in other ways that the realtor has never thought of before. And so I have to go through the limiting beliefs of the professionals that are around, that are surrounding the sellers of the real estate. And so the problem with the, the beginning investor they are going with what the ordinary people do. They ordinarily go to a real estate person. They're, order, they, they're the experts. Well, they are, they're the experts in the retail game. We don't play retail. We don't buy retail. We don't want a retail seller. We want a, we want a seller who is highly motivated to sell and is willing to accept more creative offers that the realtor isn't even, doesn't even know how to ask about. And therefore... We have to constantly be, be, be working with our a belief mindset, or our, our limited mindset, that the professionals have the answers. They don't have the answers. That's, That's right. It's a limiting belief we've got to work on. And to all of you uh, beginner investors that are watching us out there, this is what I think. If you want ordinary profits, then, of course, follow the ordinary system that ordinary people are doing. But if you want incredible profits and an incredible future, then you need to go and do the incredible, what most people are not even thinking about. And you have to be creative in real estate. So That's if you right. need more advice on being creative on real estate, you know who to ask. You will get the amazing <laughs> Robert Allen as our mentor and coach in the creative real estate. Thank you so much again, Robert. And thank you to our audience. And we're going to see you on the next episode. See you on the next episode. Hey!